Previously on Roleplay Radio. Have you been working on that assignment, Mr. Swiftfoot? Right, uh, I've been, been just really busy, Dean Cayenne. Yes, I've heard. If you really want to join us, then you should focus instead of affiliating yourselves with people like them. I visited her office. Dean Cayenne was nowhere to be found. Funny. There was no notice of leave. There was no vacation request. There was only her robes inside of her closet. Looks like wherever she went, she didn't want to be seen as herself. You see an auric mask. A person with the auric uniform and the mask and the hood observing their work. Something strange happens. There's a shimmer around the windowsill. Something like a force field around the walls. You also notice it around the front door and around every single window. I already knew you were an orc, Toby. What? Friends told me it was you. I'm so sorry, Shelly. I I was the one who put the Eldritch Bomb on the chest. Why? Why? My whole family's homeless now. They were moved to towns, relocated. We had a beautiful, beautiful forest. The captain gave money to people to cut down our trees. We used to just go and forage. Now, we have to beg? Sit around at the alleyway outside of a tavern and beg that maybe they'll throw away something edible? Well, you think that that's easy? This school is evil. And that's when the scraping happens. At the same time, the grandfather clock begins to ring again, but it's 11.05. The clock begins to spin by itself, faster, 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 as you notice the clock itself becomes an eye. As the cushion, the toilet, a candelabra, this uh, piano comes to life as well. Gary's just gonna pull out his supply that he's made so far of Eldritch Bomb Neutralizer and just start handing out turkey basters. (laughs) What is that? Eldritch Bomb Neutralizer. Shelly's going to hand Toby the turkey baster. Toby, use this to defend yourself. Just squirt it on them. Tobias took the turkey baster and he begins to back up towards the fireplace and hides. All right, you had dinner with Dappawing. Shelly reunited with the squad. The following morning, there was a scavenger hunt that started off whimsical until Griff found a note. So the note, just for the microphone, says, the flaming sparrow will fly at midday. May the speckled winged soul be embraced by the light. And should peril outweigh you, indulge in your vice, and you will be saved, just as many others before you. Long live M. It is signed with a number, 11, 9, 11, 41, 45, which you guys deduced stood for Cayenne. And then, of course, you guys were trapped in the tower as a shield of sorts was cast upon the, the common room. People could not see you. Aurora and Rosie, I believe, were stuck in the stairwell and they could not enter the common room. You also saw an auric out the window, but she couldn't quite see you either. She left, leaving you trapped there to fend for yourself as the living room came to life and attacked everyone. And then you slayed. Griff is gonna walk up to Toby and reach over like he's going to reach and give him a hand, but he just takes the baster out of his paw and just looks at him and says, Coward! He puts it in his jacket. 
I don't know about any of you, but um, I don't think this little hare needs to be in our B-Squad. So as far as I'm concerned, you're out. That's fair. Oh, I mean, there's there's more for fair, but you're, you're getting off nicely. He's like cowering behind a footstool. He walks away from uh, from our perspective, is the shield thing still there? Yes. So every time you touch it, a honeycomb pattern appears. Every That's time you true. put pressure on it. Maybe it disappeared once we killed everything. No, no, it's still up. So it's 11.06. The message said, the flaming sparrow flies at midday. Mistake oh. is just sitting on the floor at the moment, staring at broken pieces of a little container in the candy that was in it. <laughs> And then thinks a moment, I put candy all around this room. Like every piece of furniture that attacked us had candy in it or on it, except for the toilet. Not the toilet, but it was in the piano. The piano shot it at me. It hit that wall, it exploded. <laughs> There's still one inside, grandfather clock. And Mistake has a little light bulb moment and goes over to the clock and taps her earring. So she is hoping, if she sees the history of this grandfather clock... Oh. <laughs> She's gonna give a little snap for that. <laughs> That's some good shit. <laughs> While you're doing this, Shelly's gonna take out their pickaxe and start trying to dig underneath the front door. Valid. Yes, very valid. So you, you, you zone in on this grandfather clock, you take that dive again into that hypothetical well of memories, and you're in the same room. You can hear the ticking of the clock. You can hear the birds right outside of these windows as if they're right there. And you hear Tobias coming down the stairs just humming very nervously. Hmm. Just getting coffee. Just getting coffee. Mm -hmm. And then you just hear the door open. Oh, nice breath of fresh air. It's good for you in the morning. And then he waits a few seconds and then he closes the door and just like taps his foot very nervously. To everyone else, this has only lasts a few seconds. To you, it feels like 10, 15 minutes of just floorboards creaking and Tobias muttering and, and, and humming against a corner, just standing there waiting for whoever it is that's walking around smearing these things. And then you just hear a whisper. You are not to leave their sight. Make sure the job is finished. And, and if I need to leave, consult your books. Okay. You're able to break through the floorboards and of course you see earth and rock underneath. You can keep digging, but it might take you a little while. Okay, that's the plan. Yeah, yeah. Mistakes can all walk over to Toby. Consult your books about what? What? Consult your books. About the, about the shield. It's a, it's a quandric spell. I would like to investigate this shield because even if Shelly does make it through, Rosie and Aurora will still be trapped on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. 21. Okay, so this is what I'm envisioning happening. Mistake is flipping through the pages of the book 
as Gary is investigating the actual shield and mistake lands on a particular section that talks about force field puzzles, force field spells that uh, you can crack with math, you just need to find a weak point. Around that time when you're reading that, that sentence, Gary literally, as he's swooping his hand investigating the shield, one of the honeycombs is lights up. Mistake walks over with the notes to where Gary has found the weak point and points at like the formula that references how to crack it. <laughs> The formula specifies that it needs blunt force. Shelly, do you want to punch something? What's up? What's... I can't hear you. Shelly, do you want to punch something? I'm punching something right now. It's like two feet of earth. And <laughs> so this one might let us out and also Aurora and Rosie, whereas the thing you're punching would only let us out. Just. Clarifying, are you using your pickaxe or are you just punching the ground? Oh, a little bit of both, actually. I got two hands, you know? <laughs> All right, does someone want... Shelly's gonna use... come out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys need? Gary found it. Do you want to... This, uh, hexagon. What? Shelly... <laughs> just, just punch this hexagon. The okay. one that's a slightly different color from Shelly's else. gonna punch it. Unarmed <laughs> attack. I got a two. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, good. That didn't work! <laughs> I could have done that. Use your hammer. It, uh, my hammer's gone. It broke. Uh, Very insensitive, Griff. Yeah, you can use my hammer. And Gary pulls out a light hammer. Like like a hammer, not like a war hammer. <laughs> and, like, like a just, carpentry hammer. Yeah, like a carpentry hammer. Shelly's gonna go for it again with the light hammer. Still holding a pickaxe yeah, in no. the offhand. I got an 18. Yeah. Okay, Shelly uses Gary's hammer to just whack it, activating anything. The entire, there's a ripple effect as the entire shield lights up, the whole honeycomb comes back around onto this one little hexagon that Gary found, that uh, Mistake found the formula for, and a letter E appears. And then you see the honeycombs around that letter E start to also light up with different letters. To uh, quote it for the microphone, it's the letter E surrounded by six letters on the honeycomb. The letters C, O, I, R, N, and S. So both Mistake and Gary know exactly what this is. Essentially, you can crack this spell and break it using the letters on this honeycomb. Every single word that you use will get you a certain amount of points, and as it builds up, it'll weaken the, the spell enough that it'll eventually shatter it once you reach a certain level. Cos will real quickly observe. You know, I would have thought word games would be a silver quill thing. Griff is just gonna roll, because Griff has a minus one for intelligence. Oh, I feel like 18. Mistake is going to borderline struggle because she's going to keep using infernal words <laughs> instead of only common. Yep, yep. <laughs> Griff just yells out the word coercion and just hits the button. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That, you don't spell coercion like that. Uh, I, 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 mean, I guess if you repeat, sure. Are you allowed to repeat? You are. Yes. Okay, good. So that's eight points. <laughs> you just keep hearing, oh no, oh no, no, no. Out I, in the corner. I guess noises? Cones. Sorcerer. And like me. Necrosis. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly got rice. <laughs> Rin has gotten nothing because Rin's been taking notes instead of figuring out the word puzzle. Scones! <gasps> that sounds nice! <laughs> That's also right. You're right, sire! Oh. Sense. <laughs> Crones. 
Shelly's gonna take out their wet towel and go, no. I think this needs a rinse. <laughs> <laughs> Since when? <laughs> Coins, resin. Corn! Oh no, 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 no. Why don't, don't you take a guess, out. Toby? I don't think you can spell Toby with a C. Because she can't be allowed to continue. Who can't? Captain Dapplewing. If she's gone and out of the picture, then no more of this this decimating forest, no more of people suffering and being displaced. Do you really think that's going to stop? She's the one who've invested in this railroad heavily. Right, and now that it's making a ton of people rich, you think they're just going to be like, Oh, well, Dapplewing's dead. Guess we'll stop now. There's a plan. There's a plan. They were, they... Right, of course. Destroy the school and bring chaos to all of Arcavius. And offset suffering to other people. Right, so, you know, only the magically strong rule over all the magically weak. It sounds like sooner or later, somebody is <laughs> going to... No, fuck! Somebody is going to step on your, your house anyways, unless you get the right people to protect it. And the Org are not those people. Shelly's gonna go up to the thingy thing and say, Toby's just in a bit of a crisis. Oh god. <laughs> or is he going through multiple crises? I don't I don't know how to work this in in character, uh, but recession. <laughs> I think that's it. I, think that's it. I, was that's waiting, I was waiting for the proper moment. And uh, I want to say that as you were putting in words, uh, the honeycomb began to spread and spread and spread like the light. And then when you type in the word recession, all of it lights up and shakes and then the whole thing just falls apart. Koss will look at Gary and just say, well, I think that was a high score. <laughs> I mean, I we're done now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I just wanted to use that one. <laughs> right, well, now we have a big hole in the common room, but that's fine. Hey, um, Aurora, Rosie? They come running down the stairs. <laughs> What the fuck's going on? Oh no, not again. Um, first off, fun fact, Aurora, you were the target this uh, entire time. So I guess that's something that'll be no. to tell you all. No, it was just a chest, it was just a chest, I promise. So, alright, you were the first target. We don't have time for this, we should really get going. That's when you're sending stone, you're gonna hear back. Hold them there. I'm sending the Dragon Scott over immediately. Meet you at Croc Tower soon. Griff goes and checks on Thorn. When you run outside to check on Thorn, you see him still like on his knees with his ear pressed against the earth trying to listen to see if he can sense anything else. And you just hear him say, quiet. All quiet now. Huh? And then he sees you. Griff. Hey buddy. What happened? Oh, what didn't happen? The toilet came alive, thanks to Toby, amongst others. Tobias Swiftfoot? Yeah. More than meets the eye. Seems like he's, uh, the mole. Even though he's a rabbit. He's the rabbit mole. We mustn't let him leave. And he walks over. I was thinking maybe you could keep an eye on the door and, like, the front of the building. If you see him trying to skip or hop out of town, be there. You got it. And he sits cross-legged in front of the door, notices the big old hole right at the entrance. Huh. And thanks for being there. Thanks for getting involved.
what's happening. Should we go check on, on Rampart real quick? He might be poisoned the same as Greta. It's right over there. Dom. Dom? Oh, is Dom the one that's poisoned? The son of... That's the, the goat god of something or other. I don't know. Yeah, I, I know nothing about religion. Rampart was never in on anything. If anything, he completely missed my trail. Okay, Toby, real quick. What is going to happen with Dapplewing? She must go. The Flaming Sparrow. What is this Flaming Sparrow? Flaming, flaming Sparrow. You'll see it. Shelly's gonna squeeze a little tighter. Shelly, I'm, Shelly, I'm sorry. You, you understand, Shelly? Oh yeah. Just tell me what the Flaming Sparrow is. You know, it's gonna fly at midday. And you then... know, Toby, I'm protecting you right now. These people want to do bad things to you. You heard what Grep said. You're, you're squeezing a bit too tight. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 because I love you, and I want <laughs> I want you to help us so that I can then tell Dapplewing. Oh, you've never said you loved me like that. I, I love you too, but my back hurts. <laughs> well, tell us what the flaming spare was. <laughs> because I love you. <laughs> No is this this feels like hangers. an intimidation check, specifically. It's gonna be up, I guess so. I don't think this is persuasion of your squeezing It's an intimisuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, stop squeezing, I'll tell you. It's an arrow. It's just an arrow. It's it's the sparrow feathers at the tip, it's a common thing. Uh, not, not for the tip, for the, for the end. For the end, sorry. To... I'm not an archer. So you're going to be setting fire to her house? I'm not. My job was to keep you all busy. Okay, great. Rosie, Aurora, watch him. You've heard all this. You, you know the context? No, Wait, please, no, please. Toby's coming with us. You want to bring him with us? I'm gonna hold him. We could just have Thorn hold him here. Thorn, are you gonna hurt him? Oh, all life is precious to that guy. I wouldn't hurt anyone, but I can hold him. Okay, okay. You hold him until I get back, No, no, okay? don't, don't leave me, Shelly. Shelly, you're my best friend, right? Guys, can Toby come with us? No. I do feel like that opportunity has passed at this point. He did just try and have us all killed. Also, it doesn't seem like you think what you did was wrong yet, so... And also desperately wants Dapplewing to die and is still very much in league with the people who want to destroy this entire school. You know how many rabbit folk died? Nobody cared. Why should anyone care if one human dies, huh? Because it is not about just the one human. You think I like Dabbling? I hate her. Me too. Yeah. But killing her isn't going to answer any of your questions. It's not going to bring anyone back. It's not going to stop what's already in motion. The people that you're working <clears throat> with, do you think they care? They don't. They're just like Xantha. Do you know what Xantha thinks about the Auric? He loves them. The Xantha loves the Auric? Yes. Why is this happening to me? <laughs> Shelly's gonna start <laughs> sobbing and like gently put Please. Toby into Thorn's lap. Hey, so we're scooching? You're booking? I, scooching? I, I think we're vamanoosing. Okay. We're vamanoosing. You're scurrying out of there. No, we're vamanoosing. You're vamanoosing out of there. You pass through a bunch of very confused students because you have to cut through the archway comments to get there. All of you roll uh, dexterity saving throws, please. It's, it's crowded. It's the middle of the day, so uh, you have to dodge some crowds to get there. I got a nat one. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. 19. Uh, 15. 10. 12. 
So what I'm picturing is Shelly's rolling and then dropping people by accident like bowling pins. And I want to say that every student that Shelly knocks over just hears sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> Emanating from the shell quietly. <laughs> they all like stumble and are dropped back and that causes two of you to kind of stumble over them almost. You have to jump over people that are on the ground now. I'd like to be short for this. Koss and Gary being like both relatively skinny and tall, running Is ahead. Is skinny and tall right now? They can be. <laughs> All right. And so you are able to see Captain Dappling's manor peeking over the trees, 100 feet away, 80 feet away, 70, 60, 50 feet away. When you're about 30 feet away, she opens the front door and she's holding the sending stone in her hand. What's the meaning of this? Shelly crashes against the porch. <laughs> yeah, <steps>. yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I want to investigate the area to figure out where would be a good vantage point for someone to do this. Roll a perception check. Anybody else? I mean, I'll give it a shot. The two of you definitely spot trees, no humanoids in sight. Perhaps here and there you hear a rustling and a leaf or two falling from a tree, but there are lots of squirrels around. <laughs> Gary, um, as two of your Squad mates are looking away. One of your squad mates crashes into the port. You and Griff are facing Dappling and she's holding the Sending Stone. All this is happening within a few seconds of each other. Something drips onto the Sending Stone. No, no. And you, Gary, recognize it. Because you created this. And she looks up and notices that her entire awning is uh, filled with this explosive paste. Oh, shit. All right, let's move. Let, let's move right now. Yep. For the record, mistaken costs see the flaming arrow leaving the trees. But you guys got there in time, so she's going to roll for running. Shelly's going to scream for Earl. Oh, yeah. Three of you are close <clears throat> enough, I think, that you also need to make running checks. I wanted to, as opposed to ritual cast Unseen Servant like Gary usually does, fast cast an unseen servant, hand it an alchemy jug, and just say salt water, and tell the unseen servant to start, like, pouring salt water. And if Koss saw the arrow being fired, uh, Koss would like to yell out towards the direction of the person who's firing it. Don't miss! And cast Silvery Barbs to force a reroll. Okay. On the attack roll. So, you say, don't miss, the arrow just happens to two inches too high and it just scurries into the air but now you know exactly where it came from heading in that direction yep and uh four of you guys including the captain has have now scurried the fuck out of there as uh you hear the earl coming out coming out also onto the porch like Shelly Shell, is that you earl hurry up get over here oh all right and since it's wheels, he kind of just boom, 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 comes down the porch steps as a second arrow flies out. But you're all safe. It's more of a fuck type of arrow, like a like a panic arrow that then that then hits. The arrow hits the awning, and upon impact, grand old explosion as fireworks begin to blow upwards. It's green and purple for Gary's design and the force of it might shove you forward, a couple of you might trip. And I think the Earl's gonna get hit. Shelly's arms are open though, so if he like goes out like a projectile, he'll be caught. Yeah, he's made of metal mostly, but the impact did fuck him up a little bit. He just goes flying and then 
It's the scene again. Who's on top again. this time? <laughs> it's the Earl. The Earl lands on top of you. Probably for the best. But he is not awake. So, um, Sick was heading toward the direction, like whoever shot yep. the arrow. Yeah. Is she within 30 feet of this person? You are now. Great. I would like to use Tasha's hideous laughter. That person jumps down and you cast hideous laughter, but we're all gonna roll initiative. That's an eight. Nah, fails. This auric jumps out of the tree, and as soon as they hit the ground, in a very cool pose, you cast hideous laughter. You just hear her go. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just kind of convulses back on the grass. It's one minute. At the end of each of its turns, can make another save. But right now, this is a non-combatant. They're just in, in cap right now. So as long as all of you do not attack, then she's, she's just stuck in Tasha's hideous last turn. For a minute. For a minute. She's gonna go over to this presumably Cayenne, grab a, a hand or a leg or something, and start dragging back. <laughs> Does anyone have like rope or something? Cos, you are next, technically. I don't have rope, but I will ready a spell. Um, Cos is going to start like mixing some paints freshly and uh, holding them on the tip of their brush. <clears throat> Shelly. Shelly's. Honestly, like if we just get in position, yeah, yeah. Use this round to be like, the moment you break out, we're just gonna gang up on you. For the record, I think Gary does have rope because I have snare prepared, which requires 25 feet of rope. Shelly's gonna go ahead and uh, double move that. <laughs> right. Shelly just rolls over. <laughs> Shelly just rolls over and just like, like, what do I do with this? This Since person's laughing. Makes a little U-turn <laughs> to the other This is behind. kind of a relaxed combat thus far. Can the cost actually say to Shelly, oh, could you not be on the exact opposite side? Thank you. Oh, go here. Hey, sure thing, Cos. How's over here? That's perfect. Thank you very much. Oh, wait, no, I was thinking. <laughs> I cannot have an intimidating villain with you guys. Cayenne <laughs> is next. Uh, so I think she ends her turn by rolling saving throw. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's an 11. It does not save. Damn it. Oh, Dean Cayenne. Okay. All right. No, she keeps laughing uh, hysterically. Uh, how... This must be genuinely horrifying for her. <laughs> how would... There, there are students looking over like, what the fuck are they doing? What's that laughing sound? Griff. Griff is going to do some sweet somersaults. And he's going to ready Earth and Grasp in case she breaks. Got it. So, I assumed my unseen servant blew up. Yeah, you're. Which is okay, because to not be in the way, Gary will go here, conjure up a new unseen servant, hand it rope, and as a bonus action, tell it to oh, tie up Cayenne. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Which to everybody else, this just looks like Gary just sent floating rope over to this auric. Mistake. Uh, helping tie up the Dean, I think. It's, okay. It's what, what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> so this rope just looks like it's magically moving and Mistake's like, okay, I can make this, I can do this faster. <laughs> I'm just aiding the unseen servant in a very awkward manner. Like, I can't see what you're doing, but I'm hoping this is helpful. All right, you know what? This feels silly. At this point, like, <laughs> you hear Dragon's Guard running over. 
You see Dapplewing behind you walking up, not believing her own eyes, because she's an Oreg denier, or was for a long time until recently. And here is one. So I think I'm gonna do it one last time just for funsies. Nope! <laughs> Dean Cayenne continues to laugh her ass off. Both Captain Dapplewing, like, you know, standing over you all, like, very proud of you, does not reprimanding you or anything, just awestruck, just, you know, whistles, brings over the dragon's guard and says, Shield Wolf. A circular shield wall it begins to form around all of you as the dragon's guard, you know, stand next to each other. And you just hear laughter, more and more laughter. Um, oh, she's for ruining the combat. No, no, no. no. This, is, this is great. This is the fastest combat I've ever had, and also just the this weakest. Is, this is plot bad. And I think Dapplewing herself wants to do the honors and unmasks Dean Cayenne. While this exceed is happening, Shelly's gonna go over to Earl and just see what the fuck's happening to Earl. So what happened to Earl is, since it was the latch behind him that it opens up to turn him off, that latch got wrecked. And so some of the wires there got blown up and scorched. But his battery looks fine. I'm, it's a quick fix, but he can't be healed. He's a clockwork servant, but he can, can be he fixed. Can he be mended? He can be mended. Okay, well, well Shelly doesn't know this, so Shelly's just gonna try fixing it. Oh no, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't connect the wrong wires. Do it. Don't cross the street. A nat 20. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fucking okay. portal. All right, all right, all right. Per, per, per the rules that I need to respect, but also I want to respect that nat 20, what happens is you're doing some kind of CPR pressure you invent maneuver. CPR. You can't fix, you don't have the knowledge, but at some point you press and then it's just like, what is going on? Where am I? And then you let go and <laughs> it's just like a little pressure. <laughs> Shelly, Shell, what is- And then you remove the hand and you just- <laughs> That is what happens. So but stop. I cannot just allow so, him to wake up. So yeah, Shelly will go ahead and like, put constant pressure. <laughs> Find a heavy rod. Walk around like a fucking ventriloquist. Like. <laughs> and the dragon's guards start to close in, slowly. Cayenne, once the laughter fades, just face in silence. Very stern silence. Well, this feels awkward. It kind of seems like the two of you should hash this out as co-workers. Cayenne. All this time. And then nothing from Cayenne. Dabblewing turns to all of you. You've saved my life. I will never forget that. Can you help me save Earl's life? Every time I push him, he comes back to life and then he goes away again. Oh, my dear Earl, we will get him fixed. Somebody call Loshiel. Oh, is is Earl not doing well? Yeah, when I push, he comes back. Oh, you're Loshiel's new scholar, right? Kind of. Uh, well, I can probably help. Well, you've done enough for me already. I can't ask for more, but if you offer the help. Th this isn't hard at all. Well, coming from a true... Oh, artificer. <laughs> Coming from a two art, true artificer. It's not my domain. Since uh, in the past, upon occasion, he's like used a little lodestone potion for this, I want to say that he pours something in and it's almost like dry ice and then all of the little wires basically just reconnect themselves. <laughs> Sergeant Stoffelis, please arrest Dean Cayenne. Take her 
to the Dragon Scar dungeon, perhaps, to start? And search her. Make sure she has no books on her. Fireworks caused a big display, and it was the middle of the day, so I think a lot of students have now gathered. Oh, good. Nice. Captain, we still have the business of the Oryx students to attend to. Right, right. Sorry, I just... You all just stopped my assassination attempt. Yes, who was it? I don't want to tell you because I don't want him to get in trouble. Him. Okay. I do. But, but... From your tower. So here's the thing, Dappling. You brought this upon yourself. I beg your pardon? You're destroying people's homes for this railroad project of yours. And people aren't very happy about that. They were relocated. Right, relocated to the streets to beg for money when they used to live out in nature perfectly happy. You destroyed their lives. And now they are after you. You said you wanted to make things better in what time you had left. There's some more you can start. And uh, as she's thinking about it, the Earl just says, Oh goodness, Shelly Shell, follow me, please, quick. And he rolls back to the manor. Shelly goes, with water in hand. Yeah, the professors, the professors, bookshelf, now. Shelly goes and like throws rifle. the water oh, no. Rifle, volume four. No. And then goes to pick it up. They are a little bit scorched, yeah. Um, and then opens it and it's just like, what, what now, Earl? What was the magic word? Oh. What was the magic um, word? Um, um, I'm assuming um, this is now happening nowhere near us. Yeah. I, I think you can oh, at least hear Oh, I remember. Them. It was Lorehold. I'm gonna count it. I'm gonna count it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the book starts the, the glowing. The word was contained in there. Yeah. <laughs> the book starts glowing. The Earl just kind of grabs you by the stump and then pushes the book to the window where the rest of you see the two professors being spat out the window from this book. Yeah. Shelly goes, like, links arms with Earl and just says, we saved the day again, didn't we, Earl? <laughs> that we did. Let's check on their health. <laughs> Earl's gonna be Norik. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> if it's all the same to you, could we just continue with the rest of our first a first year at Strixhaven and just like wrap it up? I think that is more than fair, young Silvertrope. Great, so there's been a lot of drama in this last finals period. Yeah, you know what? I'm happy to take all A's. Who launches something like this at 11 in the morning? Assassination attempts are always at night. If I knew they were going to do this at 11 in the morning, I would not have had that stupid scavenger hunt first thing in the morning. Like, that just seems such a dumb idea at this point. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It was a fun scavenger hunt. I had fun. When the Ori can turn invisible, it does not need to be nighttime. Yes, but it's funnier at night because the humans can't. Sorry. It does Careful. actually make some sense, though, that at night you would definitely be in your house. Well, Captain, can we leave this to you and your dra dragon's guard for now? Yes, but I am going to come back to Grog Tower with you to retrieve that student. Of course. On the way, she'll just say, thank you for all of your service. You might jest, Mr. Burning Hammer, but I think I do owe you 
some kind of reward. Maybe not having to take exams at all, considering that would be great. Threaten on life. Yeah, I think we did. We took a vi- this was a very good practical exam yep. for us. Yep. Honestly, know, that is very fair. I will talk to Professor Varel de Lang and Professor Mir Shagalvan. He has spoken a lot about you, Mistake. I think he has some unfinished business with you. Oh, not with me, I haven't done that. If you say so, he, he won't stop yapping about making things right. But whatever, it's not my business. And as you're making it to Croc Tower, Thorn's not in the entrance anymore. Does it look bad? No, 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 no. He, he's inside the common room. No. He is near the fireplace with Aurora and Rosie and Toby is sitting there in front of the fireplace with some dragon scar in the living room. Mm-hmm. And they all look at you enter. Oh, thank goodness. Way out of our pay grade. Go on, some, some things happened. What is in your pay grade? Killing things that are a danger. Kind of seems like we've been doing that. That rabbit folk's no danger. We're not even getting paid for it. You're getting paid for it. We should be having this subsidized. We really should. Next year, let's write a grant. Can we make the F-Squad into our extracurriculars? Maybe like an LLC? Slash, yeah. Maybe we can be just like a subset of the Dragon Squad when we do the special missions. I, I actually just prefer working at the tavern. I mean, I also prefer working at... Library, yeah, I do kind of like working out this fast, honestly. Aurora's gonna walk up to Gary and hug him. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't get hurt. I'm really pissed. And I'm even more pissed now that I can't do shit about it. And you see Toby sitting in front of the fireplace with a book in his hands. And Aurora's just gonna whisper one last time at Gary. I think it loud enough for everybody here to say, we felt bad for him, and he just wanted a drink. We didn't see it coming. See what? Oh. Hello. Toby looks right at Shelly. Just blinks a couple times. Looks up at the rest of you. Who are you? Oh, he's been poisoned with the brain forgetty stuff, hasn't he? Brain spaghetti stuff. It's a bit experimental cooking, but I can try it. Forgetty, not spaghetti, but I kind of like brain spaghetti. It's Sorry, really to buy a swift foot. You know, uh, I agree with uh, the Dragon's Guard about this being above my pay grade. Dappling, all yours. Yep. Um, you you enjoy this. No, um, no. F Squad, let's go. Shelly's gonna step forward Whew. and just say, "Hi, Toby." How did you know people call me Toby? Oh, I've been calling you Toby for eight months now. I'm, I'm sorry, I've never met you before in my life. Who, you sound quite sad. Yeah, Shelly's gonna walk upstairs very slowly. Um, it was nice to meet you all. Did I do something wrong? All right, F-Squad, let's go meet in Shelly's room. You can hear like Griff just loudly saying, doesn't matter. He still did it all. Um, I think the five of us all just like flop down in a circle, essentially. <laughs> just start undoing straps of armor mm-hmm. while sitting there. Shall we handle you all a bottle of hooch? You know, I'll, I'll go for this right now. <laughs> Are you still not drinking? <sighs> 
Still not drinking. Well, um... Do we have two for me? Sure, I, I can do that. Koss says and then immediately pulls a face as they start regretting saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an interesting past 12 hours. Shelley, you kind of uh, found out that your life partner was secretly plotting against you and then promptly lost your life partner in the same What's day. What's a life partner? Uh, just somebody that you, you know, generally go through existence with and enjoy spending time with. I mean, Gary, you found out that the dean of your school is evil. That's not great. Cause I'm sorry for burning up your work. It's okay. Most of it's up here, so I can probably make it again. I gotta work on that. How is everybody doing? Are we okay? I am so angry. Hey, for what it's worth, Mistake, that was a really cool use of that spell. That worked out really well. I'm surprised it worked that well. Never has any time I've used it before. Shelly is sobbing. Very cool. Like, like they can, no, no noise. Just, just, just tears just going down the face. And they have a wet towel out with their photo hand painted of uh, everybody together. Yeah. And, uh, and they start... Uh, like scraping out uh, Toby's face. Oh, oh, that's so emotional. Griff puts a paw on Shelly and tries to maybe encourage him not to do it. You gotta remember it all. It's all a part of us. Shelly stops, but Toby has a nice little slash through the face. You know, it's kind of a cool improvement. And for what it's worth, Toby did care about you. That was always honest. That's why I wanted to bring him with us. Nothing could have happened to him if he came with us. He could have got caught in the explosion, or if that spell didn't work, he could have end up, ended up fighting against us, or Dean Callahan could have done something to him. There's so many ways it could have gone wrong either way. The moment he came here, he was all in. Even when we left him, he was still convinced everything he was doing was right for everyone. Shelley, he let Dean Cayenne in here early this morning to put the bomb uh, all around the common room. Yeah, you're right. As much as he did care, it wasn't enough. <sighs> you're right. Shelly puts their face into their pillow. Well, um, I don't know about all you all, but I'm hoping that this is the end of the orc business and that, you know, we can just keep on going with enjoying school. It kind of sounds like Dean Valentin has been dealing with Auric for hundreds of years. Seems sort of unlikely that it just ends now. Well, we've got only two half weeks left in the school year at this point so um because we somehow managed to survive an assassination attempt which is far more than was on the curriculum at the start of the year let's just focus on enjoying the rest of our freshman year while we're here going to um investigate like what he drank so 12 <sighs> 
See, the thing is, Mistake is more of a book smart type person. You, you even mentioned computational magic was not your favorite class. No. So like, uh, yeah, you don't know. It's a poison. And you know what it does given that you've seen it in action, but anything more in-depth, formulaic, it's very complicated. I imagine this is probably like the following week or something. Eventually she will bring this to Gary. You figured out how to antidote the Eldritch Bomb. Maybe you can figure out how to antidote this. If it can even be antidoted, I don't know. I mean, I can try at least. Figuring out how to antidote it would probably take a while, but that is a 15. You can at least decipher that. The ingredients to, to make this potion, this po poison that went into the drink, is very precise, and the measurements correlate with the time that is... Um, the amount of time the lost. The amount of time lost from that person's memory. You know, you can tell based on the fact that Toby didn't know any of you, it's at least eight months for Toby, if not more. I'm gonna say you can't quite figure out what that specific component is. You just know that it's there and that it's measured a certain way in contrast to the wine. Uh, can I keep this? Go for it. <laughs> Another thing Mistake wants to do, at some point, the last container of candy. She wants to go out in like the middle of the night and very sneakily, stealthily, hang it in a tree that Jordan will see outside her window. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one weekend, four of you are gathered at the Archway Commons. The fifth of you is on Dragon's Guard duty with Rampart again. Cos, unbeknownst to Shelly, because Shelly was sick, Cos uh, managed to swindle Professor Zaffi a little bit. So much so that Professor Zaffi said, You know what? I was fired from my own play. We're just gonna make our own play. Not at the rose stage, here at the park. And so that's what everybody's there is gathered for. The other professor had taken over, turned it into her own thing. Nobody liked that. So it's most of the casting crew that has uh, come to this. The energy is a little weird. Like it's a mixture of, uh, you know, people being excited to see you because they saw what happened with Dean Cayenne and Dapplewing and the explosion and the fireworks. And then the other half, like still being a little bummed because the place kind of ruined now, even if they do it here, it's gonna be kind of like a half attempt at what could have been. Zafai's not there yet, but he's about to come in. How does the party feel upon uniting to continue this? Uh... I think um, Koss is trying to rally spirits of everybody, trying to get them back and excited for the play, uh, since everybody seems less than thrilled to be putting it on in a low, lower budget scenario. Mm. I think Gary's head of the less than thrilled crowd because there was a lot of stuff that he designed specifically for the rose stage like the trap door and stuff where it's just like well can't use any of that anymore mm -hmm. griff feels uh dedicated to making it up to cause and mistake for burning the stuff so he's going to do his his best actually griff gets a tap on his shoulder and you see a, uh, a pretty hot Leona lady. Yay! Hot to her. Hey, do you want to read some lines? On the side, Rampart is standing guard with Shelly. Hasn't said much for a while. Notice that you probably were a little low energy. Shelly doesn't say a thing. 
Yeah, I, I, I assume as much. So he's gonna just like, very awkwardly like... Shit. <laughs> 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 yes, how, how, how are, how are you? <laughs> okay. Here you go. Use my cape. Yep. That's okay. Shelly takes out their wet rag. Oh. I have a rag. I, I was in your shoes not too long ago. I don't wear shoes. <laughs> I, I was where you were not that long ago. I know what it's like to have broken heart, Shelly, Shelly. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> you doesn't. You don't feel like yourself. That's true. That's that's very true, Rampart. But uh, hey, I understand that you and Swiftfoot had what do you romantic attachment? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there are other rabbits in the sea. No, there are not. There are other rabbits in the forest. You know Shelly just looks dumbfounded. <laughs> <laughs> what I am trying to say is sometimes fates do not align and people go their separate paths. <sighs> yes. Bring it here. <laughs> he just comes over Shelly. I think around then we see Professor Zaffi approaching in the distance with a of not a formation, but you know, a group of students, some of them carrying their instruments. You see a trombone player in the back, you see a drummer. You also see some roadies carrying some of Gary's contraptions from the row stage, like just bringing them over to the park, seeing how best they can make them work. And it's kind of a, a breath of fresh air. Everybody get in formation! Woo! Top of the morning, everybody! How we doing? How we doing? Cross! Hello! Bring it here, and he just bring, goes in for the hug. <laughs> Cos will return the hug. Uncomfortable as always, as it went around Professor Zaffi. Mistake. Yeah. I read your script. The most updated one. Mwah! Mwah! Some spit falls in your face. It's fucking genius. This is genius, girl. Just the right amount of innuendos. Just the right amount of romance and intrigue. And I love it. Is that all? Fuck, you're uncomfortable, aren't you? Fuck, I was, I was honestly just waiting for the insult to come. Ain't no insult. Ain't no insult. No, I'm a, I'm a new man, goddammit. Right, well, um, the show's on very, very, very shortly, and everybody's just, um, kind of feeling down right now about not being able to do it on the stage. Oh, it's like, hey, hey, everybody. We don't need to worry about that as long as we give our hearts, huh? Prismari bleeding with expression. Okay? We gave my heart. Oh, you poor thing. Well, I hope you find it sometime. It's props boy, make the turtle a heart. Uh, <laughs> what? what? I'm just kidding. I, I don't know what to say to that turtle. That turtle's giving me bad vibes ever since I met him, but you know. Cops! Yes. I'd like you to meet somebody. Okay. This, and he whistles, is Luke. He's a trombone player. Hello. Okay, little, little, little challenging when it comes to the actual I've playing. I've met him before. I've seen you yell at him every time that you've had him in your ensemble. Yeah, he does yeah. that a lot. Yeah. 
Luke, I didn't ask you to talk, Luke. I'm sorry. Okay, be I'll happy, be glad that I remember your name, Luke. We can always come back to trombone player. Okay, thank you. Cause I heard about the tragedy that befelled Croc Tower. I heard that your music book got scorched. Yeah, but we, we've recreated as much of it as we can. It's been a, uh, excuse the pun, a real trial by fire for this entire show, honestly. Well, it just so happens that where Luke lacks an actual trombone player, he makes up for and being able to replicate music sheets. Yeah, I'm basically like a virtual promotional like that. <laughs> Wait, really? I think... Hold on, can you recreate things by ear? Yeah, tell me, uh, give me a song, give me a song, any song. How about the Glapper Zoo? Everybody? And Koss is going to like, um, clap their hands, using as big of the hands as they possibly can manifest <laughs> to make sure it's extra loud. Oh, too loud. Do people quiet down? Because if they don't, Shelly can use Thunderclap. Oh boy. I like the idea that they don't, <laughs> at this point. This point. Koss said, be quiet! <laughs> Okay, wow, uh... Silence. That was really effective, thank you, Shelly. All right, everybody, I know that this is not what we were all thinking about when we started this whole production. We're not on the stage that we wanted to be on. The script has changed a couple times due to fire damage. Some of the songs have changed, but... Listen, we're all here because we wanted to make something to express ourselves and to make something beautiful that would make other people feel. So, let's all get out there. Let's, um, improvise if you have to. Uh, remember we did that one improv workshop? Remember Yes End? <laughs> um... From the crowd you see a hand wave, and you see Nori, and he's holding a script. And on the back it says Bastion. And he's reading it, he's rehearsing. <laughs> and, uh... Don't mind the fact that we don't have our leading man because I might have found somebody! Alright, everybody, break! <laughs> Whoa, Silver Troll. This is very impressive. Oh, yeah, thanks. I... Work with no budgets? This is just inspiring. We're doing what we can. Uh, where did you get a script? Oh, Professor Zaha gave me one, and uh, I auditioned with him in his office last week, and he just said, you're in. Oh, shoot. Professor Zaha had copies of the script. Right. Well, he only had some Bastion lines. I, I'm good with the improvising. I mean, this is only pages one through five. Okay. Um, I only got through, I am Bastion, son of the Moonstone, volunteers at the Dwarfenage every <laughs> other week. Sorry, I need to get the voice right. I'll practice. You'll do fine. Thanks. And I've been working out for the shirtless scene. I, I, I thought I thought we wrote Bastion to always be shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> I could swing that. Care to read some lines with me? You can be Lilith. For now. Of course. I can't be as hot as Kate. Can't you not? Well... I want to say Gary's mostly moping. Like, people are asking him questions like, hey, how can we make this work? And it's like, you can't, you need a support that's on the stage for that to work. <laughs> and then they'll be like really helpful, like, oh, well, you know, we have these trees here, if we hang them between them, like, yeah, <laughs> I suppose. A mistake. <laughs> Probably going through any like last minute stuff. 
making sure everyone has like the right copy of the right script mm -hmm. and quickly making in the margin edits to the old versions to make it match the new one. Griff, Griff is um Griff is maybe asking like a like a stagehand or something like, uh, you know, I feel like the costume and the arms are just a little bit tighter oh, since last we tried. Now I just he's like this comes from a place of deep insecurity over the several losses that he envisions that he has had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. You know, no, worries you yeah, here just want to let it out just a little bit. Oh yeah, totally, know? totally. We'll we'll make it stretchable. Like I love that. Wow, you're such a nerd. Leave me alone. Hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. Is Luke bothering you? Oh, no, I'm not bothering anybody, sorry. Luke's gotten such, so pompous ever since South, I started being nice to him. Hey, Luke, why don't you come on over here? No, no, I'm okay. I'm going to stay over here where I have to, I have to yeah? do to do. Yeah? Yeah. You leave my boy. Okay. You leave him out of your mouth. Okay, fine. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I want you to go. I'm going to see if we can lose. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, Put him up. Let's go. Oh, okay. Luke punches. He <laughs> 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 did for the arm wrestle. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you didn't seem ready, but you said put him up. Sorry, well, then, after after this, we we should talk. We have we have an opening in the music box. Okay. I think <laughs> while Gary's moping and they're they're trying to figure out how to do the pulley thing. A clockwork owl lands on the contraption, and you see Dapplewing in the distance approaching with a couple dragons cut because now she's got an escort at all times, and uh, also the Dean of Prismari, Dean uh, Ubilda, Miss Collier. Oh, fuck, no, no. Don't worry about it. We're still gonna do our thing. They can't stop us. Archway commons are for everybody, okay? So just let me handle it. Carl's! Uh, yes? Come handle it with me. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> Alright, Carl's. You're the talker here. I'm gonna lose my shit. Just to clarify, what you meant was, Carl's handle it. A little bit. Okay, I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> and Carl's will go up to, um, Dean. He's coming with you, but he, yep. he wants you to kind of lead the talking, because he... I picture his afro is already kind of oozing smoke, because he's just already heated. Dapplewing arrives with the Dean and with some dragon scarred. Well, this looks cheery. Yeah, we're doing some, um, I guess it would be community theater? Pop-up theater. Yeah. Pop-up theater. Gorilla. Gorilla theater, yes. Cause I did put Dean Ubilda in charge of this play. For a reason. Of the Lilith play that's being put on at the Rose stage? Yeah. Well, that's still happening. Professor Zaffi is a bit out of control. Sure. He loses his temper quite easily. And during the whole Alba stampede, some people got hurt on his watch. Why do you trust him so? If I... And Cos will look over at Professor Zafai. Maybe perfectly honest. He intimidates me a little bit because he is very intense. Um, but... Cause? His intensity comes from a place of truth. He's doing this because he has passion for the arts. And that's the same reason that all of us are here. Very well. I owe you one. No, I owe you several. The play is back on. At the Rose stage. Just, you want us to migrate to the Rose stage? We, we just got set up here. Uh, 
Well, yes, yes, let's do this. I can always resend my offer. No, 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 this is great. This is fine. I'll have the Dragon's God help bring all of Mr. Griggs' contraptions back to the stage. Professor Sapphire. <laughs> yeah? What? You are back on the roster as director. You have the F squad and the B squad to thank. Fuck, yes, yes, you heard that, everybody, you heard. The exams come first, and after the exams, the play. Except for the five of you. Cos will nod and say, yes, of course, exams comes first. Exams come first. Shelly's gonna walk up and say, how's Toby? Do you want to take a walk, Shelly Show? Is Toby coming? No. Um, okay. And as everybody's heading away to the rose stage of getting ready to leave, we see Dapplewing and Shelly. For once, Dapplewing lets go of some of that. That air of serenity that she tries to portray when she's just walking around very upright and she just kind of lets loose. And she sits on the grass and taps next to her. <laughs> Shelly sits slowly and pulls out a bottle of wine that tastes like mother's milk. She takes it and gives it a little whiff, takes a sip and goes, I couldn't read a thing. I tried very hard to detect anything your old pal, Mr. Swiftfoot, is, uh, well, to put things very plainly, his mind has lost the entire year. Remembers nothing. Didn't even know where he was. Doesn't remember the name Shelly Shell. Knows that he's from the Black Moors. Knows that his family had to move. But as far as he's aware, he went to sleep in that new town he was relocated in and woke up here with the calendar being almost a year ahead of time. Is he scared? Uh, nervous, yes. Quite the jittery bunny. He does not know what an Ulrich is and I read his mind. I guess they were ready. And it's like he's a new person now doesn't forgive what he did, but I'm having trouble thinking of a punishment for someone who does not remember what they did. You could, um, force him to be friends with me again. <laughs> oh boy, well. You don't actually have to force I can try. No, no. Are you gonna let Toby stay here? That's what I wanted to ask you. I feel quite guilty sending him back home when I promised him a year of free schooling. Now he doesn't remember that entire year of free schooling. If I were to keep him on, Shelley, and that's a big if, he would have to repeat the entire first year. Of course, it does seem better to, you know, teach him and help shape his mind now that it's anew a little instead of having it be corrupt by these organized rebels in question. Oh. 
I see what you did there. Good, good total. <laughs> so what do you think? Should I keep him on or send him back? Well. Or imprison him. That is the third choice. Oh. Oh no. But it seems Not cruel. It seems very cruel. I think that I want him here, but I think that's a little selfish of me. Do you think that he's gonna get murdered by other students? No. I would never allow that. But you also didn't allow the Oric on campus. I've made my mistakes. The Oric are real. I know that now. How about you consult with your squad and let me know? I will leave the choice in your hands since you knew Tobias Swift put the best. Okay, he can stay another year. Well, you need to... No, I've decided. Consult you. No, Griff's gonna say no. I, I guess as much, yeah. You said I know him best. Well, I said your squad. He would love to be here another year. As you're heading back to the clock tower, you do see Jordan. It's kind of an awkward reaching for the thing, but having to climb halfway out the window to reach for the, <laughs> you know? Got one of those like extendable claw things that she's trying to fucking get to. <laughs> Mistake will just walk over and stand at the base of the tree underneath the window, just looking up, watching, <laughs> amused. <laughs> what I was thinking was using invisible mage hand to push the branch a little bit closer. Mm. She's very thrown off by that. She's like, thorn? <laughs> she grabs it with the claw, <laughs> and then finally looks down. Oh, hi. Hello. Did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what would make you think that. Do you want to study together? <laughs> sure. For the final? <laughs> Mistake's not taking. Mistake doesn't know that yet. What do you mean we're not taking his axe? Well, Captain Dapplewing said that we were pardoned because we've been busy, you know, saving the school and also her life. And when did she say that? Oh, she told us all during the rehearsals. Not us all. She told me and I told Gary. And Gary told Griff, right? I didn't tell anyone. Griff and I have just been studying for the last week. <laughs> Full exams I'm that. Terribly I'm sorry. Well, st studying in air quotes. I mean, isn't the point of taking exams for us to make sure that we solidify what we learned? And isn't the reason that we came to university well, to learn no, things? Apparently, the reason we take exams is so mistake can put all the right answers to the wrong questions and fail it. And maybe it's the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Speaking of friends we made along the way, um, um, uh, so, to Toby's, um, Toby's still alive. Yeah, I know. That's good. Right, yeah. Uh, when Dapplewing told me we didn't have to study for the exam, she also told me that, um, Toby's gonna be here next year. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> Great. He doesn't remember anything, Griff. And you don't, you don't have to befriend him, you know, he doesn't remember you. That's just fine. Will you do me a favor and not be mean to him? If he doesn't deserve it, I won't be mean to him. Okay. 
Charlie goes and gives Griff a hug. Griff, Griff, Griff stands there. And thanks, 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 y'all. You're, you're my, you are my friend too. Also, Griff, I, I don't know why you're so impressed with Lucas. Anyone can beat you in an arm wrestle. You watch, oh. you watch your whatever it is you have. That's a mouth therapy. It does oh. kind of seem like that. Hey, hey. All right, all right. Who wants it? Who wants it? <laughs> Rolls a sleeve up. I think this is, a, this is an arm wrestle between Shelly and, uh, and Griff. It's a 17. What? Oh my god. Aww. Griff does win this one, but it is very close and it does take a little while. Oh, oh, I know, I know. While you're doing this, Shelly's gonna use cold touch. <laughs> how are you, are you, just, how are you doing this? <laughs> Shelly's just gonna say, like, Oh, you're winning, eh, Griff? Oh my God. <laughs> what the fuck? And your hand's gonna start so feeling a little decay. Technically, <laughs> technically, it is a ranged spell attack. If we're throwing spells out here. Oh! Oh! <laughs> to end the year, we set Grog Tower on fire. So, no, he'll, he'll, do, he'll do lightning bolt. Oh my gosh, lightning bolt? It's a new power, and this is his first time. This is his first time. Lightning bolt is the lightning equivalent of fireball. I know. And all of a sudden, his gold fleck arm, which is holding to, you know, keep balance, his fingers grip into the, the table, making an indent, and more purple starts to like percolate. And just beasts it all, all the way down. Sparks flying out of the table. And while it's going, it's like you're about to win again, right? God no. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing to me? And Shelly casts. Blindness. <laughs> 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 no reason. To be able to see to arm wrestle, it does nothing. I, I want to say, like, we see uh, the rest of us, like, slowly walking away from this table as more and more spells <laughs> yep, get yep. tossed out. Yeah. <laughs> but in the end, group does win. In the end, group does win. <laughs> but, but, but no one else is around to see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Including you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone. Thank you for joining us again this week. This episode was recorded in Watertown, Massachusetts, also known as the traditional land of the Pekaset and Nanantan peoples. I'd like to give a huge thank you to all of the talented musicians that helped bring this podcast to life with their amazing music. We've provided a link to their web pages in the description. I would also like to thank our talented players, Tyler Rubin, Amelia Markopoulos, Rin Garnett, Michael Yang, and Nikki Aguilar-Thompson. This story would not be the same without their wonderful creativity. I've been your host and DM, Alex Aguilar-Thompson, and I hope to see you here again next week for another episode of Roleplay Radio.